right, folks, let's get into it. First up, seminars. Next one's going to be June 26th through 28th in Wichita Falls. Then in September, we'll also be in Wichita Falls, the 11th through the 13th. Then we're in Denver, Colorado at Starting Strength Denver, October 16th through the 18th. We've added a new squat camp to the list. We'll be in Tel Aviv, July 25th. And we also have some spots for the deadlift and power clean camp on October 11th in Woodmere, New York. The following camps are going to be squat and deadlift camps. Next up, June 27th in Phoenix, Arizona. Then August 1st in Bellevue, Washington. August 2nd in Boise, Idaho. And then we'll be in Minneapolis on August 22nd and 23rd. And then Moodus, Connecticut on September 19th. We also have some three-lift camps on the schedule. One in Baltimore on July 19th and another in Singapore on November 29th. If you're looking to become a starting strength coach or just get better at coaching the lifts, we have a coaching development camp on the list in Houston, Texas on June 20th, covering how to coach the power clean. And then finally, we have a nutrition camp on September 12th in Chicago at Chicago Strength and Conditioning. Starting strength gyms are open and operating where you can train with a coach for less than 30 bucks a session. Find a location near you or to request a location, head over to locations.startingstrengthgyms.com. That's locations.startingstrengthgyms.com. And as always, for more details and registration information, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome to Starting Strength Radio. It's Friday. And uh, which, which means that it's not Saturday, it's Friday. And uh, here we are again on Friday with Starting Strength Radio. Today we're sitting here with uh, uh, with Nick Kumalatsis. We have uh, him as a guest today. We're going to talk about uh, his very interesting situation. Those of you that are familiar with uh, our situation here in Wichita Falls know that I never closed the gym, even though I was ordered to close the gym. Uh, I just said, fuck it. I'm uh, not going to close the gym. I'll pretend to be closed. But uh, my calculus was uh, my responsibility is to my members and to my employees, not to the local government. So I made the decision to uh, stay open. And uh, we did so responsibly, but we did so anyway. And uh, Nick ran into quite a few more problems than I did. I, I asked Nick to be with us today because I, I wanted you guys to understand, uh, those of you who are watching Starting Strength Radio, that there are a few of us in the gym business uh, that actually take our responsibilities to you seriously. And Nick is one of these people. Thanks for being with us today, sir. Thank you, sir. It is an absolute honor to be on here. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate your taking the time to sit down with us and uh, and discuss this situation. So why don't you just real quickly, uh, let, let's, let's start. Tell us a little bit about your club. Uh, you're in North Carolina. Right. And, and how close are you, to, so we can get some geography here, how close are you to Raleigh and some of the more landmark areas? Yeah. So um, we're we're on the coast. We're smack dab in between Jacksonville, North Carolina, and in Wilmington, North Carolina. Two hours from Raleigh, four hours from Charlotte. Um, a lot of people have heard of Surf City, right here in North Carolina, small little little uh, beach town. Um, but that's where we're at. Holly Ridge, North Carolina, is where where I have my business. And Holly Ridge is like twenty five hundred people, right? Two thousand five hundred ninety eight people. So how many? How big is the county itself? Uh, Onslow County, last time I looked, uh, was one hundred ninety-seven thousand. So you're just a tiny little component of a much bigger uh, metropolitan area. It sounds like yeah, so, it's, a, so, it's a big county, but it's, it's real rural. It's spread it's out a lot of country. So yeah. does your gym draw from that hundred ninety-seven thousand, or are you pretty much isolated there in Holly Ridge? Uh, we we draw from that twenty-five hundred. How many members do you have right now? Uh, I think total of about around four hundred. Oh, that's pretty good. Out of yeah. twenty five hundred, that's that's yeah. that's a that's an awfully good penetration into that market. How long have you been there? 
Um, the gym's been there since 2009. It opened in 2009. We bought it May 31st, 2018. So you've had it a couple of years now. And, yeah. uh, and things have been going real well, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I mean, you know. Once you get into a gym and you get with the community and you start yeah. helping people and you right. just, yeah, they all become your family. People don't understand, people in the government especially don't understand, this is not just a bunch of meatheads uh, coming to the gym to hang around and, you know, show everybody their double biceps pose. Uh, <laughs> this is, if people that do not train, do not understand the relationships that develop yeah. In, a, in a gym, uh, amongst people who lift heavy things together. And it's, uh, uh, it's impossible to, to try to explain it to them. And I, you know, I'm not interested in, in, uh, educating them. I'm really not. That's, that's their job, not mine. So, uh, and, and I, and I really think that, uh, a lot of this misunderstanding in the, in the broader public comes from the fact that people don't understand what happens in a small gym like ours. Right. We're a, we're very much a community, right? We're very much a family. There are a lot of people in my gym. Uh, I've got two or three people in my gym that have literally been training with me for 35 years. And, uh, you know, I mean, we've grown up together. We've grown old together. You know, we care about each other. We're friends. Help. Yeah. When somebody needs help, these are the people that that's exactly what happens. Right. These are who you call. These are our, these are our friends and family. So uh, trying to explain, uh, to, uh, local public officials, what goes on in your gym, uh, in order that they will continue to allow you to use your property that pays their taxes as you see fit is, uh, it's, uh, it, it galls me to have to do that, you know? And, uh, and I, I decided, look, I, you know, you guys are going to send me a property tax bill and we pay sales taxes every month. And, uh, and, why don't you leave me the fuck alone? How about that? How about you let me decide how I want to run this? And how about you let my members decide how much risk they're willing to, to assume coming into the gym and possibly getting the deadly COVID-19 virus and and leave everybody alone? But no, they can't do that because they want to be reelected and they're posing. They're posing as concerned. They have to do something, right? And what did they decide to do to you? Just take us through the timeline here. Yeah, sure. So um, Governor Roy Cooper came out on March 17th and said that he was going to shut a bunch of stuff down. And he did. He said he liked restaurants and this and that. And then March 25th, he said by 5 p.m., everything's shutting down. We're going to do this whole this whole whole stay at stay at home order and, you know, whatever. And we're going to flatten the curve, he said. <laughs> so initially, I was like, yeah. Everybody's, everybody's laughing now. Oh, yeah, they out. are. All the bankrupt hospitals in the United States are laughing their asses off, aren't they? Right. <laughs> so we did. I, I didn't know what was going to come of it, right? We didn't have the information at the time. So we said, um, you know what? This is supposed to be a two-week thing. I was listening to to the president and, you know, saying, okay, we're going to do this for a couple of weeks. By Easter, we're going to open back up, call it good. So we shut down on the 25th. You know, we're monitoring the situation. And then there's no information coming out. There's no real data coming out. Um, it's just prolonged. And then, and then two weeks turned into three weeks. Three weeks turned into four weeks. Next thing I know, I'm at five weeks. Five weeks, I thought I was going to open it on May 1st. So it shut down all of April. And um, he comes out on, on, you know, on television and says, you know, things are really dangerous still. A lot of people are dying, you know, and we're going to. Despite so the fact that there, a lot of people weren't actually dying. Despite that. Fact. Right. Right. Yeah. Beside right. the actual truth. Yes. He says a bunch of, a bunch of basically bullshit. Um, and, and then pushes phase one 
to May 8th. Um, and and fa- this is what the joke is. So phase one reopening, anything that was not currently anything that was not currently clo- or everything that was closed is going to stay closed in phase one. So basically, phase one was a joke. There was no, right. nothing changed. Nothing. There's no phase about it. You're just still closed. No. And uh, anyways, so I, you know, and meanwhile, like, you know, all the grocery stores, Walmart's got 200 people in there. Lowe's is like running through, you know, 200 people at a day. Um, nothing's changed for all these big businesses. Nothing. It's just the small mom and pop places that are right. shut down. Right. So I was like, hey, listen, I thought I did the right thing. Now I'm looking at the data. I'm looking at the flus. I'm looking at car wrecks. I'm looking at heart disease. I'm looking at mental health. I'm looking at alcoholism. The numbers. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. You know what? I'm opening up. I'm going to execute my constitutional right, and I'm going to open back up. May 1. Open back up May 1. Sent, you sent an email to everyone. Said, here's the deal. We're following the CDC guidelines. You know, still trying to do the right thing. Follow the CDC guidelines. Make sure everybody's little- temperatures checked. We're wiping things down, which anybody that has a gym knows. You, you clean the damn gym anyway. You mm-hmm. Wipe down. You clean up after yourself. It's not right. a, It's just normal work. Duh. And um, May seventh, um, they we had the doors open for ventilation because they, you know, he said make sure it's well ventilated, which was, you know, I guess trying to do the right thing, but bit us in the ass. So all the doors were open. These cops came in hot. Two cop cars came in, blocked off the parking lot. They came in, hands on their guns, started yelling at people. Hands on their guns. That's all, that's impressive. The one guy was working out. I love him to death. He wanted him, he, he gets fired up. You guys you guys would like each other. He uh he's doing <laughs> some he's doing he's lifting something, I don't know, doing some shoulders. And he said he, he was like, "Put that weight down. Put it down." But the weight down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he just looked at him and was like doing a bunch more. He just started doing a bunch more. Anyways, oh, today, banging on the way. door, getting people's faces. Now, now, Mark, this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be in the name of COVID nineteen, public safety, COVID, the public health, public safety. Yes. Now, if it's in public safety, why didn't they come in with hazmat suits and shut us down? Well, now that is an interesting question, isn't it? Yeah, if it's so did. so thoroughly uh, contagious and so deadly, uh, they of course these are loyal public servants. They were not concerned for their own safety. They're concerned for the safety of. Uh, oh, that's what it was. Oh yeah, something like that. I don't. I don't know. Okay, I, I can't really explain it. But uh, uh, and you know what? Neither can they. Uh, so, so they get in there, but they're in their, They're in every, They're all in the members' faces. They're in my manager's face. Yelling and screaming, banging on doors, and uh, anyways, so they they raided the place. They shut us down. I had words with them. You know, I I expressed my, you know, I was civil, you know, and 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 professional, but I expressed you know my concern for the situation and how they were behaving and how they were acting, and um, and then I received the class two misdemeanor on the seventh. Excellent. Yeah, that's that's excellent. I, and, I I wanted one myself because <laughs> uh, we would we would be in court. You know, they would have put we, you in handcuffs. They would probably would have put me in handcuffs. Yeah, and taken me downtown and uh, and given me a big ticket. And I'm telling you that you know, had they done that, I would have beaten Shelley Luther to the <laughs> national media. Now, wouldn't I? Yeah. I would have beaten Shelly to the national. And we had her attorney on her. You know who I'm talking about, the girl in the, the haircut girl in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. We had her what attorney on here. How embarrassing. The, How embarrassing for America. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the governor of Michigan uh, chasing Barbara from yep. Michigan, Carl Mankey? Uh, they just, the governor just had a hard on for him and they fucked with him mercilessly. 77 year old guy, he's cutting hair. He's a barber. He shut down oh two or three weeks, as long as he could stand it, but he's 77, he needs money. He's still working. He's not on the dole. You know, he's not on social security and he's, 
he's uh, working to make a living. And he said, I want to open back up. And uh, they just fucked with him mercilessly and, uh, and made a big national story out of this thing. And uh, what's interesting is that the Michigan Supreme Court, about three days ago, threw the case against him out 7-0 <laughs> unanimously. Through the through the case against him out, oh, so delicious! I hope he, so. I hope he had the support to counter sue. Oh, I hope he does. I bet yeah. I bet somebody will step up and do it pro bono. What are you going to bet? So they came in and on on day one of this little they drama, <clears throat> you had open you've been open seven days. So on the seventh day they came in. They came right. You know it's what he a, told me. Yeah, what? Is the law. You know what? It's not the law, is it? It's not the law. It's it not the law. I asked him, I said, what statute? And he couldn't Here, tell me. Here's a law enforcement official that doesn't know that he's following an order, not a law. Right. Well, you know, intelligence was apparently not hiring criteria So for so this the next clown. A couple hours later, a couple hours later, I get a, uh, I'm at home, you know, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm, I'm steaming. I bet. And, uh, and not because we got shut down, right? Not because of that, but because of the, the way and the act of the officer involved and the way they handled the situation in a small community and the way they treated people. Right. That's right. what really got me. Um, the whole thing is jacked in general, but. The way that they handled the situation was just horrible, and uh, well, it was anyway, unprofessional, so, and it was it was unprofessional, unsympathetic, and uh, it is uh, uh, it is not something you expect from a small town police force, where right pretty much everybody knows each other, right? It's twenty five hundred people, should. you know. Yeah, I mean, you ought to have known the guy. You know, he ought to have been training with you. Yeah, if he's a cop in this you know? town, he should know everyone by first name basis. Sure, he especially should, especially the business owners. Absolutely. And you know. uh, so, that, so a couple hours later, the chief shows up at my front door at my house. And uh, now this is the same him. guy, right? No, that, this is a different guy. Okay. Oh, oh, this oh. Okay. So, so the guys that had shown up at the gym. Were yeah. how many were there? Two, two guys show up at the gym, hands hovering over their pistols. Oh yeah, like William the badass, right? Oh, and yeah. uh, and then uh, a couple hours later, the actual their boss shows up at your house. Yeah, and what did he say? He kind of, you know in a, in a very political way apologized for the, their behavior, took the took the citation back and said he was going to avoid it. And then this is when he was talking about, you know, the community and like all the barber, the barbershops in the community and like how, you know, you know, and I can say it now it's out, but he didn't agree with the governor's order and he believes in the constitution. He's been serving this area for 26 years. Good man. Good man. I mean, yeah, he's just a good, he's a good guy trying to take care of his community. Right. Sure. And, uh, so, so he said, listen, you're doing the right things. You know, I'll, I'm going to talk to you know, he even said in the video, it shows that the guy is like, well, did they get a warning? And he goes, well, I think so. What do you mean you think so? Either they got a warning or they didn't. There's no think so. So his officers don't even there's know a, what the hell is going on. No, they have no idea. There's, there's a record of a warning. Right. It's and not a uh, warning unless there's a record of it. And so so, he, so he came and talked to me and then he said, listen, follow the CDC guidelines. Keep a low profile, you know, and take care of your people. Do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Right. He said, if somebody complains, I got your cell phone number, Nick, I'll call you and we'll handle this like, like men. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. if, and if there's a warning to be given out, I'll get it. I'll be the one to give it out to a business owner. If there's a citation, I'll be the one to give a citation. Okay. Exactly. And then we'll, and then we'll go from there. So the next day on the eighth, we open back up at 5 PM. Okay. Right. No issues, no issues until the 17th. 17th, we're doing some private training with some law enforcement, some military in the gym, 
early in the morning, like seven in the morning, six, seven in the morning. Uh, had a cop there, had, had a couple cops there, had a, had a, uh, and a bunch of military there and we're doing some training. And, uh, this captain, the same guy who raided the place knocks on the door. He's, so I'm like, Oh, here we go again. So I, I cracked, I opened the door this time I'm locked up cause it's key card access only. So I have to open the door. What do you want? How can I help you? Hey, he goes, I know the chief said you could be open, but you can't. It's a violation of the executive order. You need to shut down. I said, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll call the chief. So I call the chief. Number's been disconnected. Wow. The town manager put him on administrative leave pending an investigation. <laughs> God almighty. Oh, man. They essentially fired him. They fired him for being a, for being for a being good a guy, for not for being, being a cockbite. You got yeah. fired because you weren't enough of a cockbite. Good, no, amazing because he wasn't following right. her guidelines. Right. Well, she is very powerful. Oh yeah, she's very powerful. It's not for, not for very long if I have anything to do with it. So, <laughs> oh, I hope you're right, man. And she's not even elected official. She's a she's the hired. She's the city manager. Hired by, the, hired by the city council. But the mayor works for her. Right. The, the chief of police, work, the police work for her. So she's the end-all, be-all. Um, the fact that the town council even allows this to happen is, is embarrassing. But nonetheless. Yes. yes, it is. So they come back this time on the 18th. They come back the next day. So I find out that he's relieved, right? The 18th, the next day, come back. Uh, um, I think it was the 18th or maybe the same day. Um, they had got a hold of a key card from 2010 and just <laughs> walked up in that bitch like they own the place. Just trespassed with a key they were not authorized to have Yep. on your property. Now, I'm no lawyer. Rip, you're no lawyer. No. Does that sound legal to you? Uh, No, it, <laughs> it doesn't. And I don't think you have to be a lawyer to understand that. Uh, there is a thing called a warrant. There you go. We have in this country a thing called a warrant. And the warrant has to be granted by a judge. And the legal authority for the warrant stems from uh, the actions of a judge in response to information about something that's illegal going on. And in the absence of that, I mean, there's this little matter of the Constitution and this sort of thing. And uh, I don't know. don't know how much longer that that document is going to be in effect. But, uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. yeah, they just, they just uh, do you have any idea where they got the key? So that was long before you even owned the gym. Allegedly now, and then they went on, and then this this mayor, this mayor that we have in this town, who is also not elected, he submitted a paper, and they just gave it to him, um, a letter. He just submitted a letter, and they they made him the mayor. Made him the mayor. Yeah. Well, I I don't know about North Carolina, but in Texas, mayors are elected just like everybody else. What's well, they're the... supposed to be. Yeah, they're yeah. supposed to be elected, right? Well, that's... anyway, so that's so here's here's the deal. Um, so they, they shut us down and, and well, again, well, I, no, that's not true. They didn't shut us down. I made the call to shut down because at this point, this time they stopped harassing me and this now the captain who was the, at the time, the acting chief of the town, they, she made him the acting chief. So that was the guy that had showed up the first time, right? Right. Yeah. Right. A little short guy showed up the first time. Yeah. Right. And uh, so he's like, I'm the acting chief now. And he even let everybody know, I'm the acting chief now. Reminded me of Judge Dredd. And, remember, <laughs> and, uh, and, and uh, so he started videotaping and he had his officers recording everybody's license plate that were at the facility and their faces. And they were going to cite them for, for being on the property. I said, what law are they breaking? What's the statute that you're going to charge? You give him a citation for? And he just rolled his window up and was like, it's the law. 
It was the law. Just kept rolling his window up. He didn't. He didn't know. That's the only two words he was taught. That's all. It's the, it's the law. It's the rules. <laughs> Follow the rules. <laughs> anyways, so so anyways, they that that happened, and then, um, and then so because of the harass because they were harassing the citizens of this town, I said, you know what, I'm shutting down, and then um, no, that's the and that was the right thing to do for your members. You yeah, know. I mean, yeah. If you're gonna harass I mean, me, you can't. One you know, I'm one thing, but I mean, these people are just paying paying me to train here, and, right? Uh, you're just intentionally fucking with your own taxpayers, right? By the way, <laughs> and I said that. I said, I said, you know, you realize that like, you're a public servant. I pay your salary. And he's like, don't worry about where I. Oh, get paid. they don't want to hear that. They never want yeah. to hear that shit. Uh, Sorry, you work for. I hate to break it to you. You work for me, sir. So. Um, so we shut down and then, and you know, and when I found out that they did that to the chief, they did the chief dirty that way. Um, I made that video. I said, you know what? Cause I was keeping quiet because I was right. like, the chief's taking care of our community. You know, we got one dipshit out here that's treating people like, like garbage, but I'm not going to allow that to oversee what the chief's trying to do and take care of his community. Right. But when they did him dirty that way, I said, you know what? I'm blowing the lid on all this. And, and you know, I'm going to war with these people. And uh, is that video still up, Nick? Oh yeah. Uh, how do we? Uh, and I watch that, and uh, that's why we're talking today. But I want everybody else to be able to see it. Uh, they just Google your name, and uh, I mean, if you, it, if you come Google up. at this point, cops. I mean, we'll do it. I mean, have your people do it right now. Cops raided my gym. Cops raided my gym, and uh, and maybe we can. Uh, put that URL up there on the bottom right of the there. screen. My uh, business was raided by the police. Cops raided my gym. Number one hit. All, right, All kinds cool. of news. Excellent. Yeah. So, so anyway, you you closed down for a while uh, voluntarily just to keep your members from getting in trouble. Even though, you know, and I, you know, one of the one of the things about cops is they can whether it's legal or not, whether you're in violation of a law or not, they still write you a ticket sure. and, and create problems for you. And yeah, absolutely. you'd have to go down and stop what you're doing and go down and either pay the damn thing, or which is court. unconscionable or stop, go to court, you know, get, a an, lawyer, get an attorney, waste all this time and shit. So I, I think that, you know, that was the right thing to do under your circumstances. Um, and that's what I said was, okay, I'm going to shut down. I'm going to I'm going to take a different approach. Now that they've done this, I'm going to go the legal route. And that's what we're done. So we, you know, we started a GoFundMe to raise money for the legal fees because, you know, taking the government to court is not going to be easy. No, it's not cheap. It's yeah. not so easy we or named, cheap. We named all those people involved, and we're taking the we're you know we're taking the town to court um for for you know and the, and the lawyers have all the legal the legalese of what all they did and what they broke and and on as a second suit um I'm taking the governor to court for what he did to the gyms and what he's doing is unconstitutional order yeah and um we through the AG through some through some you know re, really looked working with the lawyers and working with the attorney general and some other gyms in the area they basically said if you've got medical reasons to have the gym open for certain people which we do um you can open yeah and so, you know what that's bullshit too it is you know that's a, there shouldn't be have to be an exception no for for that i mean it's your gym it's not their gym and it's it your gym be an american right if right you have, it's it's if you have want to take the you know the, the the risk to go to a gym that's on you Right, it's part of being right. free, right. free choice. Obviously, if you if you don't want to catch Corona nineteen, then stay home. So, right, if you don't want to give COVID nineteen to your grandfather, stay home. Don't right. contaminate him. You know, but this why does this require the enforcement of some petty local tyrant? Uh, you know, it's just it. This is. The whole thing is so fundamentally offensive. And um, Rip, guess how many COVID cases we've had in our town? In in the in Holly Ridge, yeah, what, one or two probably. Zero. None. Yeah, sure. Right. 
And and let me guess how many deaths. <laughs> 47. 47 deaths. <laughs> could, no, I'm kidding. Could have been, you know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, so get this. We, you know, on the deaths on the COVID, right, and, and the way that they're reporting those, I mean, you've probably heard a bunch of stuff as well. Oh, but, yeah, sure. Um, there was two deaths in Onzo County. Mm-hmm. And I, I made a video saying, okay, let's talk about the numbers. Let's look at this from a percentage base in the numbers. So I made that video. It's on YouTube. Well, I put it everywhere. But um, Instagram, Facebook. And uh, in, there was two deaths reported in Onslow County. So 197,000 people, two, two people died. <laughs> Some fans of mine up there that worked at the hospital in Onslow County replied back to me after I posted it and said, Hey, Nick, you didn't hear this from me. I just want to let you know. And this is multiple people couple nurses and one AMT guy. One of those deaths, I don't know about the other one, but one of the deaths was at this hospital and he died of a heart attack. Right. Oh yeah. Not- yeah, that's been going on all over everywhere because they can't. This has to appear scary. Because if you're not scared, then you won't follow the rules. Right. So it's all there so is to it. That just that just made to, to in my mind, fifty percent of their numbers are bullshit. Yeah. Oh, automatically. We've had the same thing here in Wichita County. We got 138, 135,800 people in Wichita County. We've had two deaths. And we, I think we had, as of a couple of weeks ago, a total of uh, like 82 total cases. And I don't know that there's been a case reported in 10 days. No, no new cases reported in 10 days. And they they did the same thing here they've done everywhere. They shut the hospital down because they're going to flatten the curve. And I don't know if they got the damn thing back open yet. That, here's what's, that, that here's hospital what, lost hundreds of millions of dollars. That's a shame. Because, well, it's not a shame because there are a bunch of pricks at that hospital anyway. I'm glad they took a big giant hit. Well, I'm they just needed thinking, to, I'm thinking about all the, to small, the mom and pop shops that are closing down that can't but, make ends meet. Right. Yeah, but the hospital itself, this is a real bad hospital here. But uh oh god. All the bars that are closed, all the restaurants, all the little cafes, the haircut girls and guy and guys that uh that couldn't make a living, all of the, you know, massage therapy, all these other things people just don't think about. Uh in order to flatten the curve, uh, I think that the most the most number of the greatest number of people they had at any given time in the hospital with COVID nineteen was something on the order of five, and I believe there was one of those was in the was in ICU, and that's it. The last time I talked to anybody up there, ICU had been empty. What's interesting is all this stuff was done in the name of COVID. Right. Business, And we're still shut down here in North Carolina. Bars and gyms are not supposed to be open. Now, every gym in Onslow County is open. Almost, most, almost every gym in Onslow County is now open. In defiance and in, right. in you know through some legal loopholes. Well, it, 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 because they just finally said, hey, fuck this. Right? Yeah, it's. You know, here's another. Did you see what happened to the the unemployment numbers last week? Unemployment last week went down two and a half percent. Guess why that would have been? Because of exactly what you guys did. We're not following the rules. Time to get people back to work so they can pay their bills. Right, right. So they can pay. Hey, so they can pay their taxes. Yeah, right. Right. So. So get this, Rip. <laughs> in North Carolina right now, according to the governor, you can right. get a tattoo. You can protest and and even a violent protest. Sure. You can the best kind. A, you can go get a, an abortion. Right. You can go swim in a pool. All right. But you cannot go to a gym. <laughs> and oh, you, know. you can go to a brewery. But you can't go to a bar. <laughs> so all the brew pubs are open. Yeah, but not but, the bars. But not the bars that are selling bottles. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, that's, that's perfectly reasonable. 
Yeah, you guys. Oh, I know. Yeah, you, the liquor stores are owned by the state of North Carolina. And you know, you know, they've you know how much revenue's been happening right now. Oh, I'm sure that they probably sales have doubled. You you know doubled. that you know really more I, than that. I don't know if they've doubled. I they've probably quadrupled. Yeah, God Almighty. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. What is what else is there to do? <laughs> you know, God Almighty. I've been guilty of that myself. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, this is a. I, you know, here's a here's an interesting aspect of this thing. I don't think they've ever thought about what this kind of open defiance of government power is what that's doing to their authority. You know, they've what they've done is demonstrate conclusively that they're willing to enact bullshit ordinances. Yeah. And we've demonstrated conclusively that we're willing to not follow them. Right. That's not good for uh, uh, order in the long term, now, is it? No, it's not even. It's not even good for America because you. No. What they've done is they've completely divided America with this fear mentality. Yes. yes. Like you've got. He's got. He's got half of America so freaking scared. I watch people with. Latex gloves and mask on in their cars by themselves. Oh yeah, we've got that. That that's everywhere. These fools. You you know immediately who you're dealing with, though. It's Absolutely. it's good to identify these morons. It really is. The other dichotomy, and we've talked about this on this podcast several times, is that we have allowed them to divide the businesses in the United States into two categories: essential and non-essential. Now, think of the economic ramifications of that. Let's say you manage a non-essential business, right? And they've shown you. They've shown you exactly what they're going to be able to do next time they want to. You're non-essential, therefore you're shut down. And And essential to who? Yeah, essential. I mean, despite the fact that it's just patently foolish. What has that done? Let's say you're the manager or the owner of a non-essential business and you decide that it's time to uh, go get a, a buy a house and get a mortgage. Can you get a loan? I, I don't see how you could. You're not guaranteed of an income. And what you can't guarantee the your ability to pay. Yeah, what is going to happen next time? That's the yeah. whole deal. You know, we had a big discussion about, about this. Uh, with respect to our our little gym franchise that we're we're running right now, our starting strength gym franchise, what's going to happen? I'm not concerned about now. Okay, everything's resolved itself, and we've made the public statement that we're not going to comply with any any shutdown orders in the future, and all this stuff. And our memberships at these gyms are all recovering very rapidly and quite nicely, and I'm real happy with that. But my concern is not about now. My concern is October, November. Two years right. from now, when right. somebody invents another uh, uh, disease hoax. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that. This was a hoax. And uh, the way it was approached was a hoax. I'm sure the virus actually exists. But, uh, but so do a is, lot of other viruses. Uh, lots and lots of other viruses exist, too. And lots of people die of the flu. Everybody knows all this shit, okay? Yeah. But they've shown us that they'll shut everything down. And... If you're in a, I mean, think of what, I don't know, man, economies are complicated and you've got a situation where you've got, uh, I mean, what does this do to the commercial real estate business? Well, well right. And my you thing know? is, is, are you paying rent at your gym? Of course. Yeah. You, rent's you, you, due. You, yeah. Rent. Rent's due. How are you going to pay it? Well, if you can't pay it, you can't pay the rent. And then the landlord's in a shit, in a shitty situation. And even if he is willing to deal with you. He may have. A, he's got a note payment on the building, you and know. The employees he, rents due too. Sure, the employees rents due. Uh, everybody's rent is due, and they can't right. pay it. What does this do all down the economy? This is not just a local event. This doesn't just mean I can't go get a cheeseburger. And that and those it's rent, more those complicated than that. And that and that's not going to be waived. That's a bill that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. 
and you sure it is like you just go back to work and be like oh i'm just gonna let i'm gonna let those two months of rent go no that's not the way it works no it 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 probably is not going to be it works for some people now some some sensible landlords are willing to tack those two months onto the end of the lease and forgive that, but what are they going to do about their note payment to the bank? And if the bank doesn't get paid, what's the bank going to do? And if the right. bank's insurance company has to come in, what are they going to do? This is, you know, these ripples are real profound. And what's a scary, what's a scary thought, Rip, is so the as more of this essential, non-essential, yes, um, becomes the norm. Mm-hmm. What happens when banks, when you go to go to a bank to right. get a mortgage, to get something, to, to get, get a, a car loan, to get a loan on a business that's non-essential? They're like, yeah, they're like, well, where do you? What kind of business do you have? Well, I have a gym. Oh, uh, you're oh, you're not essential. I'm sorry, we don't we don't make loans on non-essential businesses. You know. Yeah, and you know, well, it's that, understandable. It's understandable that they wouldn't. Right. You know. I mean, if I was running the portfolio at the bank, I don't want a bunch of non-essential business loans in my portfolio. And, you know, what about the so bank the governor, examiners? What do they want to see? Yeah, so you the know? governor could just go, oh, you know what? We've got a, the we've got the 4738 virus, and you guys, are, all the non-essential businesses shut down again. Right. And, you know, it's just a disaster. It's a disaster. People don't understand. I've got, you know, we've got a big, long thread on my board about this that's had, at this point, 560,000 views. And uh, I'm keeping keeping it current every single day. And there actually have been a few people on there that have come on and made inane comments. Like, oh, so you're inconvenienced, Ripito. You're inconvenienced for two weeks. And... In, in instead of being in, just willing to be inconvenienced, you want to put my grandmother's health at risk, you know, just a childlike understanding of the situation. It's, it's like absolutely. it's you like they're go, twelve. That that video, you know? so the, the the cops raided my gym. That's on my Facebook page, mm-hmm. my personal Facebook page, has three point five million views. See, a lot of people are paying attention to this kind of. Oh yeah, and the whole you thing. Go, here. You should go through the comments. Oh it's God! Scary. Never scary. read. Never read the comments. I know that's what my wife says. Never like, read the, the comments. Wreck- I don't know if you wa- you you've watched uh, Wreck It Ralph with kids or grandkids or anything. Wreck It Ralph breaks the internet. She's, <laughs> she's always she's always like, "Don't no. go in the comment room." No, don't don't, don't, don't don't go in the comment room. That's not. You we have a read that shit. <laughs> we have a regular feature on this podcast called comments uh, from. from uh, uh, the haters <laughs> and i do that with a reverb voice i i've learned how to make reverb and uh and what we do is uh our production our associate producer is she production assistant or associate producer now she's back associate did we now. For, now, for, today. for today she's associate yeah. producer today uh she goes through and uh so I don't have to do it <laughs> and, and pulls the stupid ass comments off of, uh, the previous podcast. And we read those cause they're so absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's, it's the bottom 3% of society is on there yep. writing these comments. And how many times were you called an entitled dick? Oh yes. An entitled dick. Oh, how many hundreds of times? An entitled dick. That must be a popular term now. If you've, you, uh, you know it, what they, you know what I've also gotten is there's this weird, like stigma or negative connotation with making money. Oh yes, yeah. profits before people. See, profits yeah. before people. That's the Marxist influence is coming in. The left is bigger than we want it to be. And the events of the past, especially the past couple of weeks, have shown us this. Uh, I mean, we've so the media's jumped ahead uh, from COVID nineteen, which doesn't matter anymore, to Black Lives Matter, which is the only thing that matters now. And um, it's these, amazing that nobody's the, getting COVID during all these protests. It is fascinating how uh, yeah, everybody how fascinating. suddenly developed an immunity to the. 
to the we disease. We really flattened that curve with the stay-at-home order. And here Most we are. We're we're recording this. Uh, what's today? I'll go ahead and say we're. I had to break the news to you people that are watching Starting Strength Radio right now, but we record this ahead of time. And uh, we uh, here we are. This is Wednesday the tenth, right? Yep. Wednesday the tenth. Did you know that Antifa has taken over? Just try to process this has taken over a section, an entire section of downtown Seattle. They have, they have run the cops out. The cops left and just left an entire large section of downtown Seattle in charge of Antifa. Now, this would be interesting to see how this, how this works. Let's say that I'm a, a business owner in that section of town and it comes time to pay my property tax. Do I pay Antifa since you guys left and let them, let them have this part of town where I kind of expect some municipal services like police and fire, you know, do I pay Antifa? Who do I send the property tax check to? Uh, th th this is, the left is, uh, I'm sure that's a lovely place to be right now. Oh, you way. know, it is, you know, it's all clean and pristine. Oh, super. Yeah. Super yeah peaceful, it, nice oh God. Stuff. Yeah. Now it's nice and quiet and I, there's a lot of food, you know, <laughs> all the bars are still open. I'm sure, you know, yeah. Uh, grocery stores, well-stocked shelves in the grocery store. Oh my God. So a, uh, un unverified what's that? screenshot of a tweet. And it says uh, from somebody at the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Yes, C-H-A-Z. It says Chaz. alert number two, the homeless people we invited took away all the food. <laughs> <laughs> we need more uh, food to keep the area operational. Please, if possible, bring vegan meat substitute, oats, soy, anything to help us eat. Vegan meat substitutes. Oh, man. The... Silly people are in charge of everything now. Silly people. So, uh, anyway, back to your story. So, you have been open now, uh, technically against the wishes of uh, the Holly Ridge city government for 10 days. Yeah. Have you had another visit? Is everybody leaving nope. you alone? No, they, I guess they have the, left us alone. I guess they see the 3.5 million views on the on the video. Well, and I think and, they also see my gut, my GoFundMe for the legal for the legal fees that we're about to shell out. Right, um, we've we've shelled out some of them already, and they've and they've been issued. Uh, both the governor has been issued a, a, a letter stating that what we're doing going to be doing, and his his attorney has already received it and acknowledged it. And oh, then we excellent. sent a, uh, I forgot what it's called, but basically a letter to to. Every member of, of the town of Holly Ridge government telling them to not destroy evidence because there, yes. there's a suit. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a suit coming and a discovery. And um, so so they're on notice. Too. So I think between them seeing how much we've raised on GoFundMe, which we're not there yet, um, but how much we've raised there, they see how the video went viral. I mean, this has been on Fox Business News. It, tons of papers have covered mm -hmm. it. Sure. And uh, – so I think that they're a little bit nervous. Oh, well, um, they ought to be. Yeah, when you when you get that spoliation of evidence email, uh, that that kind of tends to make you think, hmm, maybe this, maybe there's going to be some inconvenience. <laughs> yeah. To me, I'm, coming up here shortly. I'm yeah. going to inconvenience the shit out of them because they inconvenience the shit out of me. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And uh, so, so what's what's interesting now is they that chief, he's he's technically back to work, but they busted him. So originally, the town manager busted him down to captain. Oh. And he filed it. He filed it. He filed a you know appeal or I don't know a something. Grievance they let, or they something. Let be a, they let him be a major, and then Captain Richards, the guy who did all the, did all the you know the bad stuff, broke the law. But broke the actual law, like right. the actual laws, you know. Right. Uh, 
he is basically on paid vacation pending an investigation. Is he named in your suit? Oh, yeah. Good, good, good. He ought to be name number one in your suit. Oh, absolutely. Name yeah. number one. So have you had any words with uh, the restored chief? You talked to um, him about it? No, I, I, I do want to. I want to, I want him to be protected, right? Because he's sure. still part of the town. Um, my suit will not name him in the suit. Um, but my lawyer and his lawyer are in, are in talks and, and they know that I support him and, good, um, good. He needs and I will to be. And, yeah. and I'll tell you this, what's awesome, as bad as all this is rip, as bad as all of this stuff is, it is the amazing support of, of Americans have, have come through and there's so many positive messages about this situation and in the County, there's so many people that are like saying justice for Keith Whaley. And there's so many people that are, are, and that's the chief. That was the chief. Good, good. So, good. so many people support him and what, and his actions and him doing the right thing. And, and you know, and I just can't, I won't be able to sleep at night knowing that good men weren't taken care of in this situation. And the people that were a negative, were complicit in breaking the constitution yeah. are held accountable. Well, you know, the, when is the next city council election? Is that happening this year or is that? It should be in November. Well, that may not go the way they think it will. I'll tell you what, if I have it my way, this, this town be a disincorporated. It doesn't need to be incorporated. It's not no, big it enough to be. I mean, these people need to go, go have, you know, if they want to have a little planning meeting and, you know, plot to, to overthrow the goddamn constitution of the United States and act like petty tyrants, they need to go somewhere else and do that. Yeah. You know, they've already shown a perfect willingness to use unfettered power. This is bullshit. This is a heavy military veteran community. Right. And then none of them appreciate that. Do they? No. None. I hope that uh, the election goes the right way. Uh, because this is, uh, this is craziness. This is absolute craziness. The next couple of years is going to be very interesting. Uh, the past three or four months has already been very interesting, but we're at a we're at a big turning point in American history here. Uh, this can go one of two ways, and I don't think anybody knows how it's going to turn out right now. I don't think we do because. So many here's why here's why we don't know, okay? The media has done this to us. Yeah. This whole thing is a creation of the media. And since it is the creation of the media, and since we are all uh, dependent on getting our information from someplace, we don't have the slightest idea what's going to happen in November. Right. I have a feeling that President Trump is going to be erected, reelected in a giant landslide. He hasn't done everything right by any stretch of the imagination what, during what this thing, does. but but nobody has, you know. Right. He's done less harm than everybody else has, and I think that people will remember that. But right now. All of the polls are wrong. All of the polls are bald-faced lies. All of the news reports about all of this are bald-faced lies. Well, Every bit they, of it is bullshit. They and, say that we're, in, you know, they're saying that we were back into a recession, and, and it's Trump's recession. Right. It's Trump's recession. We're, right. We're we in a I recession wonder why that would be. This? No, we we were not, and it was it wasn't it wasn't a recession. And they're not going to give him credit for the, the – in January, we had the best economy, the hottest economy in the history of this country. Lowest unemployment. Lowest unemployment rate, lowest minority unemployment rate that had ever right. been recorded. And suddenly, everything turns to shit. Why, if I were a conspiracy theorist, well, I better not go there. If you, if you were, if, though, right? If I was – a conspiracy theorist. If I was a conspiracy theorist, I might be prone to wonder about 
the effects of all of this shit on the November election. And I might even go so far as to wonder if maybe this had been done on purpose. But I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so I, I can't really say all that. But uh, nonetheless, it, it this is, is a turning it point. It is convenient that, that all of the, the states that are having the biggest issues with uprising and protest and all this are blue states. That can't be argued. That can't, that can't be know. disputed. That can't be. All the cities that are on fire uh, have had uh, Democrat administrations for quite some time. And uh, it it's, uh, it's just fascinating to sit here and observe all this. And you and I can't be the only two people that have put two and two together. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's just this is, a, this is an interesting time to be alive. Uh, I could do with it with it being a little less interesting, you know, that would suit me just fine. But here we sit, you know, we're the masters of our own destiny, and that's it. You know, you and I can't control anything except our gym. You know, I was I, I was never I never talked about politics. I grew my hair long. I got out of the military, grew my hair long. I was making funny YouTube videos. I was lifting weights. I was running my businesses, hanging out with good people, having fun with my family, enjoying the freedoms that I that I swore an oath to protect. Yeah. Now it was my time to live my life. Right. You get to enjoy some of your own hard work. Sure. Exactly. Sure. And I never thought I never thought in a million years that I would have to be drugged into political bullshit. Right. Just to execute my own constitutional rights right to exist a lot of people have found out that they although they may not be interested in politics politics is interested in them yeah you know and you 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 can't ignore what's going on because every once in a while it matters how you voted every once in a while it matters uh the things that you don't think actually matter to you actually become uh, really, really important. And uh, this is one of these times. Uh, there, there's not anybody in the United States that not, that's not been profoundly affected by this. Right. And uh, what are you going to do about it is the, is the deal. Now, you and I and everybody we know is going gonna, is gonna to take this not laying down. We're going to do what we need to do. We're going to we're going to do the right thing. We're going to press forward in in the best way we can. But there are a whole lot of people that don't like our approach. Right. Now, I don't know how many that is. But uh I know that uh their opinion is not going to affect my approach to this situation. No, and that's the great part of being in America, right? They can have a different opinion. And they don't have to support ours, and I don't have to support theirs. That's we right. can have a different opinion. That's right. That's and absolutely that's, right. And, and that's what a lot of men have died for for the past 200-plus years yeah. so that you can be a, a complaining little baby. That's right. If you want to complain and be a little baby about everything, right. you have the right to do so. Right. You're fucking welcome. Because better people than you... <laughs> Have fixed it up so that you can. Right. So, uh, well, I tell you what. Uh, let's uh, let's visit uh, here in the couple of months again and see how you're doing and uh, get an update and uh, maybe have you back on the show and see what uh, is uh, is is has become of this situation over in North Carolina. As we're as we're wrapping up today, what is your GoFundMe page? It's in my name, Nick Kumalatsos. And it's spell it for everybody. See K O U M A L A L A T S O S. All right. And uh have has the gym got a website? Um it's my actually it's my name, but it does. It does have a website, but it's it's on all right. You know, look at that through yeah. Nick's yeah. name. Uh, you got uh, you got a book. Oh yeah, Excommunicated Warrior: The Seven Stages of Transition. Is that available on Amazon? It damn sure is. All right, uh, those of you uh, 
interested in supporting Nick now have the tools to do that. So uh, let's uh, let's talk again soon. And Nick, I appreciate your spending time with us today. Good luck to you. And so uh, I I think things are going to be all right. But oh, yeah. you, we have to make them that way. That's and, what I was about to say and, that. They, they will be okay because we'll put the because, effort into because it. Because we're going to make them that way. All right? Yeah. And thank you for listening to Starting Strength Radio. We'll see you next Friday.